Jet Set and Go on SAFM. Hey, it's 20 past eight. You are with SAFM now. A few weeks ago, the Apartheid Museum, what a relief, finally reopened. And for anybody who's interested in the history of this country, but also in cultural tourism, it was a great draw card um, for tourists who came to Gauteng, who came to Johannesburg to go to the Apartheid Museum. And uh, during COVID, it closed down and there was great concern that it was not going to open again. Well, now it has reopened and it has launched with a new exhibition uh, about Desmond Tutu. On the line is the museum curator, Emilia Potenza. Emilia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle. Good to be with you. What a relief, I suppose, would be the thing that one starts with, that it has opened. Tell us about the challenges of getting it back open again. Right, so we in fact reopened on the 1st of April. Okay. Um, and we are currently open um, from Wednesdays to Sundays and on public holidays. Um, and look, at, you know, it was, it was a huge effort just on the, techni- the technical side. You know, there are hundreds of monitors in the museum, the, the lights, the air con, you know, all of that had been furloughed effectively yeah. for two years. So we had to get all of that up and running which we've done, and the museum is actually looking beautiful. Um, and we are getting really, you know, encouraging numbers. Uh, we've hit the sort of 800 a day mark, oh, which fantastic. is getting yeah. very close to what we were getting pre-COVID. So we're very encouraged by that. And I must say, although there is a perception that the majority of our audience are, are international tourists, that's not actually the case. The majority of our audience is our school children. And that's really? That's a particularly important audience for us. Yeah. 50% of our numbers are school children. We get busloads of school children every day. And, you know, for most of those, those children, they will learn more South African history from a visit to the Apartheid Museum than they will probably learn in their entire high school career. Wow. Amelia, um, how does that work when you get kids at the Apartheid Museum? I mean, the, the, the reason I'm asking you is, is that something that is funded by sponsorship? Is that something that's funded by the Department of Basic Education? Is that funded by the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture? Who supports that? The Department of Education. Okay. The Department of Education at a provincial level. Okay. Um, so they have, you know, budgets for excursions. And I mean, uh, there are some schools that kind of fall between the cracks. Yeah. And when we get approached by schools who say that they, they can't afford to come, but they would very much like to come, we waive the entrance fee. Okay. And for you, I mean, obviously the entrance fee is critical for the running of the museum. And you, you mentioned that it's not just um, international tourists. I'm interested in domestic tourism for something like the Apartheid Museum. Do we get people from other provinces and are we able to measure that? You know, uh, we, we don't have a very accurate instrument for doing that. Mm. It's kind of more like a dipstick um, sample that we take. You know, we have a, a survey at the end of the museum where we, we ask that kind of visitor information, yeah. which country you're from, what language you speak, etc., cetera, and, um, and comments on the, on, on the museum. Okay. So we do get some feedback, and, and then we also have comment books dotted yeah. throughout the museum, and, you know, people really like to leave a mark. Yeah. So people often write and, and, and always say where they're from. 
So we get we get a sense, but we don't. We, we, we really want to move towards something more scientific where when you buy your tickets, yeah. we, we, we gather information like that so that we you know can more accurately um, you know say what what our statistics are, what our visitors statistics are. But we certainly know that that fifty percent of our visitors are school children because those are easy to measure. Mm. Yeah, and obviously, um, for I mean, I know with SA Tourism, there was always a big kind of question mark around: Is this um, domestic tourism? Is it national to international tourism? <coughs> and yeah. um, obviously, the, how critical that is to have those kinds of properties around the country in order for people to visit specific provinces as well. Amelia, the new Desmond Tutu exhibition. Tell us about it. Okay, so so we worked on this throughout COVID because you know it's a major exhibition and it took nearly three years to yeah. produce, um, and of course it couldn't be more timely in the light of the artist's passing. Um, and you know, even if I must say so myself, it is a beautiful exhibition. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not just that the content is powerful and and prescient and you know very important for us students to, to re-engage with today. I mean. Archbishop Desmond Tutu must be surely counted as one of our finest. And it is really um, a, a extraordinary to me that he has been so under-celebrated in South yeah. Africa. Yeah. And even in the city of Joburg, where he spent you know, a large part of his life, actually more of his life in Johannesburg than in Cape Town. Nevertheless, we have done the exhibition, and it's not only a temporary exhibition at the Apartheid Museum, it's also a permanent exhibition in Cape Town. Um, at the Desmond and Leia Tutu Legacy Foundation um, in town, in Bacon Street, and um, so that that will continue to be there even you know after the exhibition closes at the Apartheid Museum. But for the moment, um, I think we'll be keeping it uh, on at the, the Apartheid Museum for at least a year. Wow! And it is. Um, you know, a wonderful um, sort of revisiting of key areas and 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 aspects of, of Desmond Tutu's life, and also the role of the churches in the struggle <clears throat> against apartheid, which also hasn't been sufficiently focused on. Um, and I think the highlights of the exhibition are really the films are incredible. We've commissioned, you know, new films. There's five new films, and, and they, they really are extremely powerful, around five themes, starting with apartheid education, Bantu education, and the impact of that on both Desmond and Leia Tutu's lives, and how that propels him out of education into the church. Yeah. Then we look at um, the role of, uh, of um, Desmond Tutu in the, in the fight against the uh, campaigning for sanctions, we look at, at his um, role inside the country during the 80s in, on the streets and in the stadiums and how he managed to, you know, channel anger the and, jet set. and mass funerals and, and, you know, channel it into something constructive in a way that nobody else in the country would have been able to. Yeah. Emilia, if, if people are interested in going, and they will see the five themes that you're talking about, um, but if they are interested in going, how do they book? Do, can they buy a ticket when they get there? What's the deal? They can book online. Um, there's a, a, a web ticket. Uh, you can buy tickets online or yeah. you can just come to the door um, and get tickets when you arrive, both 
you know, we're trying it's 150 rand <clears throat> for adults and um, 100 rand for children, pensioners and students. Sure. Okay. And then school, school groups are 55 rand for learners and 60 rand for teachers. Okay. That sounds great. Amelia, thank you so much for joining us. Amelia Potenza is the museum curator of the Apartheid Museum, and uh, it has uh, had an official launch of the Desmond Tutu exhibition. And as she mentioned, there's a diversity of themes that they focus on with regards to that particular exhibition.